Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Headline edition July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. Well, what we're thinking of as, as aliens are they're, uh, they're, they're extra-dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the Earth-based um, program Three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade today in downtown Dallas, Texas. Elvis Presley died today. He was 42. Apparently it was a heart attack. Good evening. It was the deadliest terror attack aimed right at the heart of America. A car bomb today all but demolished the U.S. government building in downtown Oklahoma City. There were hundreds of people inside. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant or Orenthal being Simpson not guilty of the crime of murder. As Matt just mentioned, we have a breaking news story to tell you about. Apparently, a plane has just crashed into the World Trade Center. Sorry, everybody. She had to take a picture. Picture. Whack. All right, we're here, people. You whack. You whack. 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 I might be. Uh, We got a lot to talk about. We had a lot that's going on in the last two weeks. Yes, I'm scared. Uh, We got to talk about some Elon Musk. He was in the news. (laughs) He's Um, always in the news. And he's not in. And he wasn't in the news for the important shit. He was in the news for the stupid shit. So we got to talk about that. I got some stuff uh, to to talk about uh, that I had written down. Yes, we got some trailers and stuff. Yep, uh, I got a couple movies. I did manage to watch some movies this week and catch up on everything. Burt Reynolds is dead. Yep, he's dead. These are my notes from last week. Yeah, he, he's dead. <laughs> he dead. He dead, poor uh, guy. I thought he actually died years ago. But I think I was get missing... I think I was mistaking him and the guy who took over for Unsolved Mysteries. Like, later on, what was his name? I don't know. Fiera? Dennis Fiera? The guy who did Unsolved Mysteries! I don't, oh. I don't only remember one guy doing that show like no, the whole time. There was two guys. There was the first one who was like, Ooh, and then there was the other guy yeah, with the white hair. He did that. Yeah, he was really creepy. Okay. Um, you know we, what? I'm gonna look his name up now because there was two people who did unsolved yeah, mystery. Maybe there was. I don't know. All I remember is the one. So he must have been the only one that was worthy of my attention. So either that or the show got really dumb. No, it didn't get dumb. They started talking about stupid shit like flat Earth. No, I gotta show you funny ass. Oh Jesus! There's a new guy you gotta watch on YouTube. That was the original guy. Yeah. Is that the one you remember? That's the one I remember. Okay, and then there was the other guy. Who is? I'm looking up his name right now. Okay, relax. Oh my God. That guy. Is that Sam Elliott? Who is that? Um, hold on, let me look. (laughs) There's no way it's Sam Elliott. Dennis Farina. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know that guy. So. Yes, you do. He's been okay. in so much stuff. All right, cool. He looks like Sam Elliott to me. The bank with a bear. <laughs> Anyways, I thought I, maybe I got those two confused. Uh, <laughs> That's probably why I thought he yeah, was dead. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know <laughs> why, but okay. 
Um, so yeah, so we got we got that talk about. I have let me, let me look at my notes real quick because there's other things that I had written down. I was like, I gotta remember. Gotta remember everything. Well, because um, we didn't record last back. week. Football is back. We didn't get to talk about that. Cowboys. Boo. Shut up. We won a division game last night. Ooh, against it's a, a division game. Against, against a division game. Against a shitty ass team with a quarterback who is clearly done. <laughs> I know. Yeah, for I mean, me and Dad the whole time he. Can, Yo, he got sacked seven times last night. We're like, dude, it's because what he the can't fuck? walk. He's old. I know. That's, but then we're sitting there looking at Tom Brady. And did you see his thing? <laughs> no, I didn't. Do know. your fucking job on he the sideline. Oh, well, I mean, there's a reason why the <laughs> man's was, won five he, Super Bowls. He, he lo- they lost forever. And he was like yelling at his teammates, do your fucking job. Did they lose yesterday? Yeah. And Tony Romo were, was commentating. Yeah. And it was oh, funny. God. And he was like, well, he's right. <laughs> I mean, he is. Do your fucking job. You know? Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was hilarious. Me and Dad went down this sports thing. <laughs> yeah. Ended with Iverson. Iver- Iverson's the greatest basketball player to ever play in Philly. Probably not. I would say no, but <laughs> he was great. Um, he so was great. He's great. He is. Great. He was great. Uh, he was the greatest person that I ever witnessed to play basketball and around here. There's been nobody else. And I mean, I guess Where maybe was Michael Jordan from. Well, he was. He played in North Carolina in college and played in Chicago. But what, like, where was he from? Is he Philly? No, he's not Philly. He's like from like Wisconsin or oh. some shit. <laughs> I don't remember where he's from. He's from. He might even be from North Carolina. Um, I can't remember. Oh, but uh, I you watched him growing up. But I guess you're talking I about did. local. Local though. Yeah. Iverson we was watched a... Boys to Men too, and they butchered that fucking. <laughs> they weren't that bad. They're old. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't terrible. Look, I've heard worse. I I've know. heard worse. Uh, was it Fergie that did that weird mm-hmm. shit? I've heard a hell of a lot worse. All right, so. Uh yeah, why don't we jump right into Joe Rogan's stuff? Uh, the uh, Joe Rogan. E- oh no no no! No, we got other stuff. Hold on, hold on. So guys, we are the XD Experience, by the way. We said that, didn't we? No, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm Gidget. I'm Agent M. And we're here to rock your ears and cause you pandemonium. <laughs> I'm freaked <Yes>. out. <laughs> okay, so not only did Alex Jones get fucking banned, right? We talked about that. Mm-hmm. So. Someone recently told me about this Reddit thing called like Q Q Q Anon, Q- and then as soon as I find out about it, it's fucking gone. That's because it's old news. I'm like, what the fuck? That shit was like three years so ago. So it got ba- no, but it got banned just like <laughs> yeah. two days ago. It got yeah. banned, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You just now so heard guys, that? No, <laughs> guys, we were not. We will not get banned. So bring you bring all know. the weirdness this way. Come to our channel. You never know. <laughs> Come um, to our channel. <laughs> so uh, it's getting crazy out there. It is. It's getting crazy. Did you hear about the two planes? Which ones? Um, there was one in JFK Airport uh, and then the one, one in that Philly. Came down with the Ill- illnesses. Yeah, and they said, and it was the, it was like the flu, and I'm like, yeah, it's because they're bringing the flu over. It's disgusting. Biological man. Yeah, man. Warfare. Fuck that. There was two planes on two separate occasions, right around 9/11. I said, this is way too close for comfort. <sighs> Yeah, 9-11 was... Uh, I went down that rabbit hole again. Oh, I did too. I was listening to the fucking audio tapes of um, the plane that they knew that they were going to go down. They took it down. Uh-huh. Did you ever listen to those calls? Yes, I've listened to all of them. Like, the people are so calm. Like, he's like she's like... One of the person was just like... Uh, she, like she left a voice message for like her husband and was like... Or her sister was like, I love you so much. Like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, the the code to my safe is this and that. And I'm like shit like and like they're calm like i guess if you're in that situation you kind of have to be calm you can't be what else you gonna be yeah i mean you can't you've kind of already 
Yeah, but I, I was listening to the like the voice messages people left. Yeah, That's they're pretty the sad. Rab- rabbit hole I went down. But uh, well, the Earth is flat, so all that shit's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! What do you got to show me about a flat Earth? It's it's an eight minute video, but it's worth it. Okay. Are we watching it now? Yeah. Before we get into the Elon Musk stuff, because it's it's just great, because this guy just literally shuts down this flat earther. He thinks oh, he he's shuts so it smart. down. Oh yeah, that's this guy's thing. His whole you know channel is debunking flat I earth. I cannot find one person who believes flat earth that I actually wants no, that actually wants to have like a discussion. Of course they they don't, because watch, just watch. Okay, just watch. Hello all and welcome. My name is Simon Dan, and I'm back for more flat earth Friday fun. Apologies to anyone who eagerly awaits for our live Q&A on Tuesday. I was not a well man at all. Please keep an eye out on the Facebook page for news on the rescheduling of that. Today, we take on a YouTuber called Who Is Tesla. I was told in a comment on one of my other videos that I would never be able to debunk him as he has a 190 IQ. And then they posted the link to his video. Now, having watched his video, I can tell you now that if his IQ is 190, he is hiding it pretty well. Either that, or they put the decimal place one too many places to the right. Let's see what all the fuss is about. This is a 360 angle protractor. So my first thought when I watched this was, what in the actual blue blazers is that mask about? (laughs) This is allegedly what we're living on flying through infinite space. No one has ever said we live on a beach ball. Sorry, (laughs) couldn't help myself on that one. Let's find the United States, okay? So right now, this is high noon. You're going to see that this thing is on perfect zero. This is about a 23.4 degree tilt, give or take. The fuck is he wearing? As it starts to rotate, you will notice what this needle does. It will always move. It doesn't matter if it moves consistently. It doesn't matter if it does a complete 360 degrees like they say we're allegedly doing. It moves. I challenge any of you to buy one of these and set it down. Set it down in your house. Set it down in a fixed object. I want you to tell me if that thing ever moves. It's hey, genius. Control. You see that really big thing that's below your feet? You know, that massive spherical object? That's the Earth. It invokes a gravitational pull. <laughs> That protractor you're using there is designed so you can measure angles. There is a little weight on the needle. Now, even if we're going to use density as the reason why things fall, we can still see that no matter where you put that protractor, it's always pointing down. That's because the earth is beneath it. Placing it on a beach ball earth and rotating it is one of the worst experiments I've ever seen. It proves nothing. That needle will always be pointing down. If it even shakes, this ain't even a fixed object, this is the bed. And somehow, you're not going to notice movement. (laughs) Why would you notice movement? The angle of your bed in relation to how that protractor is placed is zero. (laughs) That would be the same no matter where you place that protractor. But when I pick it up, (laughs) I barely do like this, and you see it. So that's one way that you can tell that we are not in motion. Okay, there's there's seven apparent motions that we're going through. How does it not register? How does it not register? Because it's a flaming protractor! <laughs> it's a joke. Now this is going to go off of 
Dell's video. I really love what he's doing with water. I love how he's taking it and showing that there is no way to bend it. But it's even simpler than that. The question is this simple. You see all the water at the bottom. It's all piled up. Gravity, right? Yes, gravity. I'm almost embarrassed to hear what's coming next. <laughs> what about right there? What about all the water that's not being forced down by gravity? What is your explanation to me? You say, oh, well, it's just heat caught. It's just condensed. Why is the water still up there? Why is it clinging to the bottle? Yeah, this is cohesion and adhesion. Water's <laughs> sticky. The cohesion of water is due to the fact that the molecules can form strong hydrogen bonds with one another. These forces are responsible for surface tension. It's why you see little dome-shaped drops and why an insect can sit on water without sinking. The adhesion of water is based on those water molecules sticking to non-water molecules based on their charges. In the case of the droplets inside the bottle, each drop involves both cohesive and adhesive forces which are strong enough to withstand gravitational force, hence why they stick. <laughs> Why is there still water? The rest rushes down. Why is he still talking? It's still all over the top of it. There's no ridges. There's no apparent reason why it should stick there. Except for the reason I just gave. Oh, and you'll notice some droplets trickle down. That's because you get enough water clumped together to form sufficient mass that it can no longer cling on and gravity wins out. What about this one? What about every single bottle of liquid you've ever seen. Matter if you try and pull it all back down. Look, I'm trying. I'm tr I'm literally I'm literally trying right now to cause this water to become one with gravity and all go to the bottom. And you're going to notice that every single time there are giant water droplets that aren't affected by the cohesion, adhesion, and surface tension. So how can gravity pick and choose? How is it that some of it works and some of it doesn't? I challenge you to do the protractor test. Oh, Don't need to. <laughs> $10. And this is obvious. That it's obvious that you're not in motion. There is no motion. The little bit of slightest move. It's not magnetic. It's plastic. There's no reason why it would be pulled down, but... If you set this thing on the ground at your house, it will never move once it settles out. Do it on something that's fixed. Don't do it on a movable object that you know can show signs of movement. Like Earth? Put it down on the floor at your house. Put it down outside your house on the ground. You'll never, ever, ever see that thing move. Of course you won't. But that doesn't mean the Earth isn't in motion. Your house doesn't move either. And why would it? In the end, you'll just be a weird guy looking at a protractor on the road. <laughs> Appreciate y'all watching. I'm gonna be throwing out a lot more videos. Like I said, I've been I've been in this thing for for a while. I've just been staying kind of dormant, kind of quiet. I'm about to be the game changer in this movement. Watch out, people! We've got a game changer in our midst. <laughs> I'm about to tell y'all some things that most people they it's so simple that it's difficult to wrap your head around it. This is, this is what you live on, ready? This is what's happening to you right now. If you believe that, you're crazy. 
I completely agree with you here. You <laughs> certainly are not on a beach ball spinning at that speed. Looks like he is a game changer after all. You're absolutely crazy. There's no centrifuge for it. There's no reason why it should suck you in. Anytime you watch a dog shake, what do animals do when they're trying to dry themselves off? And then the water goes... So, how does it make sense that it sticks to the ball? With all due respect, a dog and the earth are very different things. I just want to talk again about your mask a bit more, actually. What's your thoughts about that? It's just silly. Well, yes indeed. I'm glad we wrapped that up. This guy really does annoy me, so I'll be keeping a close eye on his game-changing stuff. I gotta share this video to somebody. What well, is the name of this today. video? Please like and subscribe Look, if you enjoyed channel, that. And they're all As I like mentioned, that. the Q&A will be it's rescheduled. Just, so yeah, yeah, yeah just send me the thing later. That's fucking hilarious. Can I, can I show you one more thing? Yeah, that's right. Simon and Dan, we'll and I shall see you all next time. Bye. We're not gonna watch the whole thing, but just... He's funny, I like this him. He's like, you know, deadpan. Well, he's honest. Yeah. And he knows his shit, so alright, here, watch this. It's not very often that I'm angered by something I see on YouTube, especially when the video I'm watching is made by a silly flat earther. <laughs> but this week, I've seen something that has cartoons. It's all fake. Hello all, and welcome along to Flat Earth Friday with me, Simon Dan. As you've probably already guessed from the intro, I am not a happy man. Today, we are responding to one Nathan Roberts, a biblical author that's responsible for this. I will certainly be doing a book review on that, but that's for another video. The video in question that I'm responding to today has Nathan out and about doing some Sunday shopping at his local Target store. Harmless, right? Let's go back to the beginning. This guy's a tall. So, so here's this children's space book I just picked up in Target. Please bear in mind that this man says he's an author, someone who is supposed to uphold the sanctity of books and promote their place in our culture as a doorway to adventure and enlightenment. Hmm. And I don't agree with ever purchasing such a book. Then don't purchase it. The <laughs> words are probably too complex for you anyway. <laughs> But, if you're ever going to purchase a heliocentric book Bible says what? that is bent on teaching lies to children, he's holding up a book that he picks up off What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Tearing pages. It's one book. It gets better. Poor tree just died for no reason. Tearing out pictures out of the book. Right. This was true. We did used to think that the world was the center of the universe. We used to think that it was stationary and that everything revolved around us. Like the kids' book says, though, this was wrong. We grew up as a species. Well, most of us did. <laughs> Right here, this right here is lies of 
propaganda. Look at him so looking around like I'm about to get caught. By like. children's book, <laughs> What'd you get arrested for, well, sir? This is how I propose <laughs> you do it. You get it off the bookshelves by first ripping it up. Technically, he is destroying property he hasn't paid for. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. This right here is a bunch of lies, a bunch of cartoons. In your opinion, which no one cares about. <laughs> way, have you noticed how triggered he looks? It's like he's about to blow his top, like this book is about to send him over the edge. All this ridiculous math that they put in here doesn't even make any sense. No, 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 no. It doesn't make any sense to you. But that's okay. I can give you online lessons if you like. Look, that's supposed to be the picture of the sun. Baloney. I'm interested to hear your authority on the matter when it comes to the sun. What's funny is it actually is a picture of the sun. You're just too close-minded to understand how we could ever take it. All He's these like fake, it with the fake pictures feeding lies to children. All this propaganda, worshipping the sun, teaching children how to elevate themselves above God's throne. No, we're teaching children about nature, stuff that's real, not silly little stories about a man with a goatee that could walk on water. <laughs> his firmament, which is above his firmament. He gets what he is. All this oh, stuff, look. These are just cartoons. It's all fake. been to the moon. Moon hoax. <laughs> Space. Rockets hitting the dome firmament going nowhere. Look at this, showing the moon landing hoax. Bunch of garbage. I love it how he's ripping right through the picture part as a way to make it more believable that it's actually doing something. Because all he is right now is a crazy guy ripping up a book in a shop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I would, I would feel if I found that basket. <laughs> uh, we're gonna watch all that. That you gotta, you'll see what happens. Would never okay. withstand the temperatures. This guy's great. We'll be able to keep. Look at this. Flat horizon. You see that? Look at that. They're telling you it's flat. this page here <laughs> that looks like a curve to me what do you guys think <laughs> might have been one of the more honest pictures in there oh and this right here this is where they say they're gonna be talk talking to aliens from right here using this device yeah Yep. Here, this is the alien deception right here, guys. This is the alien deception that they're that they're programming all children with right here. There it is. All the aliens gonna come off these alleged spaceships. It's a kids' book, buddy. What kids' book isn't complete without some goofy-looking aliens in it? <laughs> Just military 
aircraft. Ain't nobody going out to Mars. Go make my purchase. I'm buying it. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the only the only way to buy a uh, fake space book for children is to purchase it and rip it up before. Just because you don't want children to have to get programmed with the alien invasions fake space stuff. Yes, because ripping up one book is going to stop that, isn't it? Never mind the TV programs, films, other books, and teachers of this world. The Earth is flat stationary and flat. Okay. And I don't know if you believe in the Bible, but there's over 200 verses that all corroborate this. Satan has deceived the whole world. So everyone believes that you can go to outer space and there's going to be aliens that can come here and they can communicate with them. They even have scientists come on Fox News and say, oh, there's aliens out there. So people believe there's aliens and this all here is propaganda. So. Prefer that you pay for it prior to tearing it up. Okay. Because it it could be that you left before you paid for it, and then we would be stuck having to damage it out. Oh, that's understandable. Yeah. But that's I'm our not. that's our main concern. But yeah, I'm here. I'm paying for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As long as you pay for it. Yeah. This is clearly me making a statement that this is baloney right here, I, I, I and it's baloney in a basket. <laughs> yeah. You see, you haven't mentioned the old flat Earth buzzword yet, perspective. Because to my perspective, that's not baloney in a basket. This is baloney in a basket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, sure. I wouldn't just leave the place. It so, just seemed yeah. a little violent. I was making sure everything was okay. Oh, I mean, if this is considered violent and aggressive, we have really lost it. <laughs> no, you have yeah. lost it. Look at those eyes. He is completely gone, isn't he? <laughs> He's got the crazy eyes. Yeah, yeah, sure. FlatEarthDoctrine.com. I wrote a book on it. So it's like now over 240 scriptures. I have them all published on my website. Yeah, and also there's government documents that I've published on my website, which they also say in their own research, they're this flat. U.S. government documents. I've seen these documents he mentions here. They're very convoluted, and it's difficult to ascertain anything from them. They retracted. Yes, it says about a flat earth in them, but a lot of Americans believe the earth is flat. It doesn't surprise me. Even governments can be wrong. Heck, look at my government. Half of them think it's good to leave the EU. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's an asshole. Can you, can, can you bag that to the papers? At that moment, I would have lost my fucking job. <laughs> Excuse me? He even makes the poor checkout lady bag up the pages. What a cretin. 
And that's how you buy a heliocentric, propaganda, satanically driven propaganda book written for children from Target. No, that's how you make yourself look like a crazy, unhinged, and immature bellend. <laughs> I suspected there was a reason for this stunt, and it turns out that it's this. Old Nathan has a children's book of his own. Earth is flat like a mat. <laughs> this is one of the most appalling things you can do. It is indoctrination in the most disgusting form, and I am saddened that it's been given a green flag to appear on the site. So, I have sent a strongly worded email to Amazon <laughs> in the hope that this book is pulled from their website. I'll let you all know who that, how that goes, although I won't hold my breath. <laughs> He's got the fucking cra okay. Anyway, that's me done for today. Thank you all for watching. Next time we see this guy, I'll hopefully be reviewing his adult book. I've been Simon Dan. Please like and subscribe for more, and I'll see you. Simon Dan. Check him out. He's great, isn't he? he look, he's Jesus. got all these videos of this shit where he's talking. He does this the whole thing with flat earthers. All right. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, now we're going we're gonna to go ahead and jump into some Elon Yes, let's get Musk. into Elon fucking Musk. So he appeared on Joe Rogan's show the other day. It was a kind of like last minute thing. We didn't know about it until like two days before yeah. it happened. It was, it was really... Which I was surprised about. I'm like, what? And I thought maybe it was going to be like a half an hour thing. Well, no, Joe Rogan shows usually. <laughs> I know, go but sometimes well. I don't know. Like with somebody like Elon, I don't know. I just feel like maybe he's like control. I don't know. He's an alien. He says it. <laughs> so first, we're gonna watch this clip, and it says Elon Musk gets high too high with Joe Rogan. He did it, get too high. He didn't even get high. It's a mashed up clip, but he didn't even inhale. So I don't even know why people are talking about. I him. think it's funny. I think he acted the same. <laughs> he didn't get high. He didn't. He, he didn't inhale it. So he didn't even get. He didn't even get. Thing. That, that that's the part that cracks me up is he didn't even get high like he took one hit and didn't even in, inhale the president can get away with that but elon musk can't fucking dumb all right here we go right what do you what do you hide emotions yeah. what are we hiding i mean i think like i don't know maybe it's like embarrassing stuff right embarrassing um, stuff what keeps you up at night <laughs> I love that he actually Well, it's quite hard it. to run companies. Yeah. <laughs> the car business is the hardest one of all the things you do? Yes. Because it's a consumer-oriented <laughs> business? I know. The people listened. you think are super happy, actually, not that happy. Some of them are really depressed. They're very sad. Some of the happiest-seeming people, actually some of the saddest people in reality. <laughs> so is that a joint? <laughs> is that weed? Or is it a cigar? <laughs> no. He's so confused. I mean, it's legal, right? It's totally legal. Okay. It's totally legal. How does that work? Do people get upset at you if you do certain things? Oh, okay. uh, There's tobacco and marijuana in there. That's all it is. <laughs> what if there's a million Elon Musks? Well, that would be very, very weird. <laughs> I used to think so, <laughs> and now I'm thinking more likely less than ever. Like, almost every day, less likely. You cannot solve this. It's unsolvable. You're screwed. Right. 
Does that give you a 10% boost to happiness? What, was the, what do you think the percentage is? <laughs> I think probably something like that, yeah. It's about yeah, right. good 10%. Honestly, there's a lot of those people that are pretty fucking open-minded and let you do whatever you want to do. Right. As long as you don't bother them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most people are good. Most people are good. The vast majority. Yes. I think you should give people the benefit of the doubt, for sure. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. You know what could help that? What, Mushrooms. What? <laughs> Don't you think? They're delicious. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. They're good for you, too. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> I mean, there are a vast number of negative comments. Uh, so the vast, for the vast majority, of, I just ignore them. The vast majority. Yeah. But every now and again, you're drawn in. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. L realize you're fucking Elon Musk. You can do whatever you want, man. <laughs> True. <laughs> people are nicer than you think. Give people more credit. I couldn't agree more. You know, his pause uh, freaked me out. I'm not a regular smoker of weed. I think it was Ramdas or someone gave some Buddhist monk a bunch of acid. Okay. And he ate it, and it, it had no effect on him. I doubt that. We, we, we will be. Is will be so much different. Our, our concerns about money, about status, about well, all these things will, will seemingly go by the wayside if we really become enlightened. This may sound corny. It does sound corny, <laughs> but, but, it, but love is the answer. <laughs> we all can just relax and love each other. Love each other. Wouldn't hurt to have more love in the world. <laughs> it definitely wouldn't hurt. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, we should do that. What you know? What happens then? I mean, what? <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking great. He has such a All fun right. time fucking so with it. Was, so great. I, I legit got scared at one point because he's talking about artificial intelligence. Okay, yeah, that one. And it made me think like all these separate social media platforms and even like, you know, just like they're basically, he's right. Like AI is already, we're already an extension of it. It's already an extension of us. And I believe that. And I think, and him saying that he <laughs> tried to warn everybody <laughs> really um, scared me because he got like legit, like, <laughs> no, he was for real. Like, and his pauses were very strange. And I feel like Joe he, Rogan was kind of like, he's not used to talking. Yeah. Like, in large. It was a great interview, though. Oh, was on your Tesla I've listened factory. to it twice. Yeah. I know how much time you must be spending on SpaceX. And yet you still have time to dig holes <laughs> under the ground <laughs> in LA and come up with these ideas and then implement them. Like I got a million ideas. I'm sure you do. There's no shortage of that. Yeah. I just don't know how you manage your time. I don't understand it. It doesn't seem it doesn't even seem humanly possible. You know, I, I do basically I think people like don't totally understand what I do with my time. They think like I'm a business guy or something like that. He's a business um, magnate. Like my maggot. Wikipedia page <laughs> says business magnate. What would you call yourself? <laughs> I'm a business magnet. Does it really say <laughs> Can someone please change my Wikipedia page to magnet? They'll change it right now. He's <laughs> probably already changed. It's locked. So somebody has oh. to be able to unlock it and change it to magnet. Someone will get I it want out. to be a magnet. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I do engineering and, you know, and manufacturing and that kind of thing. That's like 80% or more of my time. Ideas and then the implementation of those ideas. That's like hardcore engineering, like yeah, designing things, you know. Right. 
structural, mechanical, <laughs> electrical, software, uh, user interface, engineering, aerospace engineering. Where the hair looks good. But you it? must understand I know, right? there's not a whole lot of human beings like you. You know that, I just right? Have, probably like, fuck you, dude. You're an oddity. Seems, I just I, have yes, to, to see like it, me. and I'm like, what the fuck? I we're all Elon chimps. was losing yeah, his hair. Yeah, we are. We're one notch, one notch above a chimp. Some of us not are a little no more, more confused. He used that AI. But I watch you doing all these things. I'm like, how does this motherfucker have all this time and all this energy and all these ideas, and then people just let him do these things? <laughs> because I'm an alien. That's what I've <laughs> that speculated. That right there, I yes. was like, I believe it. I, I'm 100%. on record saying this in the past. I wonder. And the way it's he true. says, I mean, if there was one, I was like, scary. if there was like maybe an intelligent being that we created, you know, like some AI creature yeah. that's uh, superior to people. Maybe just hang around with us for a little while like you've been doing and then <laughs> fix a bunch of shit. Maybe that's the way. I might have some <laughs> mutation or something like that. You might. Do you think you do? Probably. Do you wonder? Like, you're around normal people? You're like, hmm. You're like, what's up with these boring, dumb motherfuckers? Ever? Not bad for a human. <laughs> but I, I think we'll not be able to hold a candle to AI. Hmm. Mm. You scare the shit out of me when you talk about AI, <laughs> between you and Sam Harris. I oh, didn't sure. even consider it until I had a podcast with Sam once. That's great. He made me shit my pants. <laughs> I, I, talking about AI, I, I realized like, oh, well, this is a genie that once it's out of the bottle, you're never getting it back in. That's true. There was a video that <laughs> you tweeted so like, about yeah, one of those Boston Dynamic robots. And yeah. you're like, in the future, it'll be moving so fast you can't see it without a strobe light. Yeah. You could probably do that right now. And no one's really uh, paying attention too much other than people like you or people that are really obsessed with technology. All these things in, are happening and these robots are... And did you see the one where P PETA uh, put out a statement that you shouldn't kick robots? <laughs> probably not wise. <laughs> For retribution. Their, their memory's very good. I bet it's really good. It's really good. I bet it is. Yes. I and getting better like every day. It's really good. Are you honestly legitimately like, concerned yeah. about this? Are you... Is right like is AI... <laughs> One of your main worries in regards worry to the future. I have no hope. <laughs> it, yes, it it's less of a worry than it used to be, uh, mostly due to taking more of a fatalistic attitude. Mm. So you used to have more hope, and you gave up some of it, and now you don't worry as much about AI. You're like, this is just what it is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yes, not, it's, it's, but no, uh, it's not necessarily bad. It's just, it's definitely going to be outside of human control. Not necessarily bad, right? Yeah, it's not, it's not necessarily bad. It's just, it's just outside of human control. Now, the thing that's going to be tricky here is that it's going to be very tempting to use AI as a weapon. It's going to be very tempting. In fact, will be used as a weapon. Um, so the the on, the the on ramp to serious AI. The danger is going to be more humans using it against each other. I think most likely that'll be the danger. Yeah. How far do you think we are from something that can make its own mind Watching up whether or not something's I know that's what I'm saying correct, like even him just talking and something or whether or not it wants to improve like, itself or whether or not it, it wants to protect itself from people or from other AI how far away are we some, from something that's really truly sentient 
Well, I mean, you could argue that any group of people, like like a, a company, is essentially a, a cybernetic collective of people and machines. That's what a company is. And then there are different there's different levels of complexity in the way these companies are formed. And then there are sort of there's this sort of like a collective AI. It's like he's in, seeing it as he's saying. Yeah. In the Google sort of search, Google search, you know, the where we're all sort of plugged in as like maybe he's like reading off on of the network, a, um, a hologram that like we leaves can't on see a big tree. Unless we have a strobe light. No, I think he's one of those people who just <laughs> all, physically and we're all, we're all feeding this network without questions and answers. We're all collectively programming the AI, and the, the and Google plus the all the humans that connect to it are one giant cybernetic collective. This is also true of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all these social networks. They're giant cybernetic collectives. I don't even want to be on the internet. <laughs> humans and electronics all interfacing and constantly now, constantly connected. Yes, constantly. One of the things that I've been thinking about a lot over the last few years is that one of the th the things that drives a lot of people crazy is how how many people are obsessed with materialism and getting the latest greatest thing and i wonder how much of that is well a lot of it is most certainly fueling technology and innovation and it almost seems like it's built into us it's like what we like and what we want that we're fueling this thing that's constantly around us all the time and it doesn't seem possible that people are going to pump the brakes. It doesn't seem possible at this stage where we're constantly expecting the newest cell phone, we're the latest Tesla update, the newest own. MacBook Pro. Everything has to that's be newer and better. That's what basically said. Like, we've already created and AI. And that's going to lead to some <laughs> Every time you get on Facebook, that's incredible not really you. Point. It's an artificial intelligence. Well, and it seems like it's built into us. It almost seems like it's a, an instinct that we, we're working towards this, that we like it. Mm-hmm. That our job, just like the ants build the ant hill, our job is to somehow or another fuel this. Yes, uh, <laughs> I mean, I made those comments some some years ago, <laughs> but my... it feels like we are the biological bootloader for AI. Effectively, we are building it, mm -hmm. and then we're building progressively greater intelligence. And the percentage of intelligence that is not human is increasing. And eventually, we will represent a very small percentage of intelligence. But the, the AI <laughs> is informed, strangely, by the human limbic system. It, it is, in large part, our id writ large. How so? Well, you mentioned all those things. The sort of primal drives. Mm -hmm. um, there's all, all the things that we like and hate and fear. They're all there on the internet. They're, they're a projection of our limbic system. <laughs> true. true. No, it makes sense. And the thinking of it as a... I mean, think of thinking of corporations and just thinking of just human beings communicating online through these social media networks. Somebody could make sort of Joe Rogan speechless for even a couple seconds. It's a cyborg. <laughs> it's, it's a combination. It's a combination of electronics and biology. Yeah. 
This is in, in some in some measure like it's the, the success of these online systems is the is a is sort of a function of of how much limbic resonance they're able to achieve with people. The more limbic resonance, the more engagement. Mm. Whereas like one of the reasons why probably Instagram is more enticing than Twitter. Limbic resonance. Yeah. You get more images, more video. Yes. It's tweaking your system more. Yes. Do you worry about, or wonder, in fact, about what the next step is? I mean, a lot of people didn't see Twitter coming that, you know, communicating with 140 characters or 280 now would be a thing that people would be interested in. Like, it's going to excel. It's going to become more <laughs> I need to cut out the trip of Musk on. I tried to warn I know. That's just, like, my favorite yes, part. Things are getting more and more connected. They're, at this point, constrained by bandwidth. Our input-output is slow. He just looks like a man that's lost output, hope. Output like worse with thumbs. <laughs> yeah, we used to have input with ten, 10 fingers. Now we have I like how he, ex he explained his mind, a never-ending explosion. But images yeah. are just are also I like this whole metaphor with the seatbelt. Communicating at high bandwidth take pictures and you send pictures to people that sends that's that communicates far more information than you can communicate with your thumbs so what happened with you where you decided or you be, took on a more fatalistic attitude like what was there any specific <laughs> thing or was it just the inevitability of our future <laughs> <laughs> I try to convince people to slow down <laughs> Slow down AI to regulate AI. This was futile. <laughs> he sounds like a I fucking robot. This is futile. This seems Nobody like a scene in a movie. Nobody Nobody listened. Listened. The robots are gonna fucking take over and you're freaking me out. <laughs> Nobody listened. Nobody listened. No one. Are people more inclined to listen today? It seems like an issue that's brought up more often over the last few years it than it was maybe it five, ten years like ago. It AI. seemed like, like science garbage. fiction. Maybe they will. <laughs> so far, they haven't. I think people don't like the normally the way that regulations work. It's very slow. Yes, yeah, I like this. So usually, there'll be something, some new technology. It will cause damage or death. There will be an outcry. There will be an investigation. He's right on. Years will pass. <laughs> there will be some sort of insight committee. There will be rulemaking. Then there will be oversight, eventually regulations. This all takes many years. This is the normal course of things. If you look at, say, automotive regulations, how long did it take for seatbelts to be, to be implemented, to be required? You know, the auto industry fought seatbelts, I think, for more than a decade successfully fought any regulations on seatbelts, even though the numbers were extremely obvious. If you had a seatbelt on, you would be far less likely to die or be seriously injured. It was unequivocal. And the industry fought this for years successfully. Eventually, after many, many people died, Regulators insisted on seatbelts. This is a this time frame is not relevant to AI. You can't take ten years from the point at which it's dangerous. It's too late. And 
you feel like this is decades away or years <laughs> away from being too late? If you have this fatalistic attitude and you yeah. feel like it's going, we're in a almost like a doomsday countdown. It's not necessarily a doomsday countdown. It's it's a out a of control pe- countdown. Out of control. Yeah, people call it the singularity, and uh, that's that's probably a good way to think about it. It's, it's a singularity. It's hard to predict, like a black hole. What what happens past the event horizon? Right. So diff- once it's implemented, it's very different because it it will once be the able to out of the bottle. What's right. going to happen? And it will be able to improve itself. Pro- yes. That's where it gets spooky, right? Yeah. Thousands the idea that it can do thousands of years of innovation very, very quickly. Yeah. And then we'll be just ridiculous. Ridiculous. We will be like this ridiculous biological shitting, pissing thing <laughs> trying to stop the gods. No, stop. We like we like living with a finite lifespan <laughs> and, and watching, you know, Norman Rockwell paintings. <laughs> it could be terrible and it could be great. It's not clear. Right. But one thing is for sure, we will not control it. Do you think that it's likely that we will merge somehow or another with this sort of technology and it'll augment what we are now? Or do you think it will replace us? I like that he actually thinks. Well, that's the scenario. The the, the, the merge scenario with AI is the one that seems like probably the best. Like for if, us, yes. Like if you if you can't beat it, join it. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. You know, um, Joe's like, what the fuck? So, from a long term existential standpoint, that's like the purpose of Neuralink is to create a high bandwidth interface to the brain, such that we can be symbiotic with AI. Because we have a bandwidth problem. You just can't communicate through your fingers. It's too slow. And where's Neuralink at right now? Well, and then, so then you get into Neuralink Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. I think we'll have something interesting <laughs> to Neuralink's cool, months. too. It's like a, it's this thing you wear on your head, and it like taps into your brain and can read what you're doing and control like shit. X-Men. It's pretty fucking cool. I just remember Deadpool wearing his... <laughs> what, is, what, is it, what is it called? The hat that he wears? The helmet? It's called Br- something, though. Cerebro? Yeah. That's he was like, room. I don't know if that's the name of the hat. I know, but no, that's what he calls it's, it's it. He calls it Cerebro, cap. and he's looking at it, and he's like, it's on my head, and it smells like Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, that so, was a great interview. I I felt like he, ex- I, I felt I like he explained you. things in like layman's ter- terms that a lot of people can just relate to, and we see it happening now. We see technology taking over our lives, and we see this materialistic... Mm-hmm attitude that everybody has like they care more about the likes that they have on on facebook than the actual friends they have in real life i mean that's the world we live in and it's sad yeah but i think the scarier part is is not really that that's just one thing but it's the info that we're inputting in like as far as like uh every time we figure out a new calculation or figure out something we're 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 teaching our children which are essentially the ai how to go beyond us the Facebook and social media stuff is just a small portion. Yes, but I mean, it's it's good to use as an example. But like he was saying, Google is a, is the thing. He's like, all that information, all that information that's been kept under every time you've ever looked something up on how to yeah. fix a car or or knit a sweater, it's there. And all AI can learn all that in an in instant. Yeah. 
You know, that's the scary part. And is, it can evolve. We've seen that. We've seen that AI it will can evolve. evolve. So one other thing is, uh, with you said earlier that Alex Jones was banned from Twitter, which we know he was, but I will say that Elon Musk did confirm a few things that Alex Jones has said in the past. And oh. we're not going to watch... Is this like this. a comparison? We're not going to... Well, I'm just going to hit it, but we're not going to watch the whole thing. I just wanted to give you a little uh, taste Snip of it. I'll have to watch it later. The elite are all about transcendence and living forever and the secrets of the universe, and they want to know all this. Some are good, some are bad, some are a mix. But the good ones don't ever want to organize. The bad ones didn't want to organize because they lust after power. Powerful consciousnesses don't want to dominate other people. They want to empower them so they don't tend to get together until things are really late in the game. Then they come together. Evil's always defeated because good is so much stronger. And we're on this planet, and Einstein's physics showed it, Max Planck's physics showed it all. There's at least 12 dimensions. And now that's why all the top scientists and billionaires are coming out saying, it's a false hologram. It is artificial. The computers are scanning it and finding tension points where it's artificially projected, and gravity's bleeding in to this universe. That's what they call <laughs> dark matter. So we're like a thought or a dream face. that's a wisp in some computer program, some God's mind, whatever, they're proving it all, it's all coming out. I think most likely, this is just about probability, there are many, many simulations. These simulations are, we might as well call them reality, or you could call them multiverse. These simulations you believe are created? Like someone has manufactured? They're running on the substrate. Look at him look now, around like <laughs> there's like this sub transmission zone below the third dimension <laughs> that's just turned over to the most horrible things is what it resonates to. And it's trying to get up into the third dimension that's just a basic level consciousness to launch into the next levels. And our species is already way up in the fifth, sixth dimension, consciously our best people. But there's this big war trying to like basically destroy humanity because humanity has free will and there's a decision to which level we want to go to. We have free will, so evil's allowed to come and contend, not just good. And the elites themselves believe they're racing using human technology to try to take our best minds and build some type of breakaway civilization where they're going to merge with machines, transcend, and break away from the failed species that is man, which is kind of like a false transmission because they're thinking what they are is ugly and bad, projecting it onto themselves instead of believing, no, it's a human test about building us up. Well, that's the scenario. The, 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 the merge scenario with AI is the one that seems... I want to see an interview between them. Like probably the best, like for if, us. Yes, like if you if you can't beat it, join it. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so from a long-term existential standpoint, that's like the purpose of Neuralink is to create a high bandwidth interface to the brain, such that we can be symbiotic with AI because we have a bandwidth problem you just can't communicate through your fingers it's too slow and so Google was set up 18 19 years ago this was I knew about this before it was declassified I'm just saying I have good sources, that they wanted to build a giant artificial system and Google believes that the first artificial intelligence will be a supercomputer based on the neuron activities of the hive mind of humanity with billions of people wired into it with the Holy internet of shit. things and so all of our thoughts go into it and we're actually building a computer that has real neurons in real time that's also psychically connected to us that are organic creatures so that they will have current prediction powers future prediction powers a true crystal ball 
But the big secret is, once you have a crystal ball and know the future, you can add stimuli beforehand and make decisions that control the future. And so then it's the end of consciousness and free will for individuals, as we know, and a true 2.0 in a very bad way, hive mind consciousness with an AI jacked into everyone, knowing our hopes and dreams, delivering it to us, not in some PKD wirehead system where we plug in and give up on consciousness because of unlimited pleasure, but because we were already wired in and absorbed before we knew it by giving over our consciousness to this system by our daily decisions that it was able to manipulate and control into a larger system. Is this sort of like a collective AI in in the Google sort of search, Google search, you know, the... Maybe Elon where we're all sort of plugged in Alex as like Jones. <laughs> nodes on the network. I, I, the crazy like, part just, is, is uh, he's. I mean, Alex Jones said all this months ago. So yeah, or a year ago when he was on uh, Joe Rogan's show. So it's just crazy when you listen to it and you're like, "Holy fuck!" There is something to what Alex Jones was saying. Like, I mean, all of his shit's not crazy. Not crazy. all of his stuff is crazy. He is a crazy man, but I feel like we all are crazy. He just comes off extra crazy. <laughs> but I don't know. I I loved the Elon Musk interview. It definitely freaked me out. Definitely it, did. It didn't freak me out. If I no, it freaked me out because of him. Like he was just the he's way that he was exactly acting. Exactly what I wanted him to be. The way that he was acting, I'm like, all right. I don't think this guy's real. He's real. <laughs> he's just a god. He's just a guy. He's, he's just, just a, a guy. No, he's a god. Duh. Oh, sorry. God. Oh. Duh. That's who we're gonna um, start praying to. I, I, I've been doing it for years. I don't, you're just now getting on to this. Do you get down on your knees and no, I don't get on pray. my knees. Pray for the curve. No. <laughs> um. All right. So <laughs> what, what are we getting into next? Uh, trailers. Is this which one's this? It's Halloween. This really is so excited. It comes out soon. <sighs> Trick or treat. So my house is here. Which one should we go to? They're all spooky. I'm gonna pick that one over on across the street. Goosebumps. Forty years ago, on Halloween night, Michael Myers murdered three people. After that horrific night, he was sent back to the institution in captivity. Security system, Karen. Mom, you need help. Evil is real. There's a reason we're supposed to be afraid of this thing. I've been preparing for this for a long time. It is not safe to be on the street tonight. Go home! Get out of here! Get inside! Michael! He's here. 
He is a killer. But he will be killed tonight. Happy Halloween, Michael. with the preacher mm-hmm. i mean yeah, you can definitely looks, see that i mean <laughs> oh it totally looks good i'm so excited for halloween like i literally showed somebody uh the trailer i didn't see that this was the first time i saw this one as i wait till the to the show but anyways i was showing uh somebody at work and they were like are you okay because i was sitting there and i was like <laughs> I'm so excited. it looks it good. looks badass i it cannot wait good. i think it comes out what october 8th or something or october 6th something. it'd be it'd be in the, i'm sure it'd be right before halloween probably a week before halloween maybe yeah. two weeks for halloween i'm so fucking excited it should be good by all accounts so uh i mean anything's got to be better but than let's, the Rob's let's stop ones. at this point though yeah that's what i i hope that there's a definite end i do i really do hope that there's a definite end to the to that story i mean if you can bring it back just don't just recreate a new mask you know what i mean just yeah. call it something else call it easter <laughs> Easter. Yeah. We already have that. Donnie Darko. It could be, you know, an evil Easter bunny that goes around <laughs> hopping on little kids or something. We already yeah. <laughs> True. Very, very true. Actually, I think there is a person who did that. Oh, in a, in, yeah. In a, a serial I mean, killer. We could we could call it any holiday you want. We call it Labor Day. You know, and it could just be. Super Bowl. A, you know, got Get a run, Manning. Get know. one of the Mannings. Get Cooper Manning. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So I do hope that this is like a definite end, and I hope that they give Jamie Lee Curtis a good send off. Like, even, I don't think she's gonna die, but I do hope that. I hope she dies. I hope she has a heart attack while she's killing him, and they both die, and then their fucking souls are infused, and they, one shoots to heaven, and one's trying to pull away to go to hell, and there's like this intergalactic fucking and then Jack Parsons battle in the, in the DMT realm. No, <laughs> and then Iron Man comes out of nowhere, and he's got the Tesseract, and he's like holding the forces all together, and <laughs> Loki's back. <laughs> no, Loki's dead. Pete the Tick is there for some reason. Pete we don't really tick, know why. Yes, Pete the Tick. I love Pete the Tick. You uh, gotta create him. So, uh, I watched the. I, I did get a chance. So, all right. You need to watch Castle Rock. Yes. I um, need Hulu. Can I borrow yours? I don't have Hulu. Oh. I just use movie boxes back up. Oh. Um, so the, I watched the season finale. The f- About five, five, ten minutes in, you're like, what the fuck? Like, this is not what I've been watching all. And then all of a sudden, you realize what happened. And you're putting all the pieces from the whole fucking season together from yeah. every little clue from back in episode one to now you're realizing, holy shit, I've been looking at this all fucking wrong. Really? Fucking fantastic. Okay. Fucking fantastic. I will have it done by by uh Bill Skarsgård is absolutely brilliant. I should have watched that, that instead of in that Iron episode Fist. alone. No, I, Iron Fist was fine. I don't know why people are bad bashing <laughs> that. It's all comic. But see, I I I, t- I told you that, that this is going to happen about yes, a year ago. Yes, we said ago. that. We've said that. that's why you know I only know like the short little stories, but you're right. more the comic. I'm not. So. It, I feel like so that whole season is nothing but comics. Yeah, stuff. I mean, and I'm not saying it was completely lame. What I'm saying is like, don't it was better did... than the first. Oh, it's le- but like I didn't like the whole storyline with Joy, and then all of a sudden she's like turning herself in after she did all this shit. Mm, like, they had to just... do something with her. Character, and then like character, he's character. and then like the one dude's running around like I'm gonna save the city like and it's just Who? 
Davos? Yeah, Davos. Well, that's what he wanted to do. That I was know, his point. but I mean, it was just, I don't know. I, the only, and like the fight scenes were cool. I really liked the one with the, in the tattoo artist shop with the women. I thought the fight scenes were way better. But uh, I feel like the show definitely picked up when Misty came back. Well, that's the daughters of the dragon arc, Misty and uh, Connie Wing. But, you know, I think that they are, they're trying to do something. I think what they definitely did was, did you watch the end credits? No, I did not. Okay, I, got you. I did not watch the end credits. I still have an episode left. I got to check out. Um, Right, well, it was definitely like I'm not saying it wasn't worth watching. I mean, it was definitely better than season one. He doesn't really say his name that often. No, but they do it in the first episode like really quick. They say it a, bu- a bunch of times yeah. just to like pay <laughs> no- notion to it. So um, he definitely looks better. I think so. But I so there's something that they're doing that's very interesting. I'm gonna pause this right here. Um, I honest. So you have an episode left. Yeah. Uh. What they do in that episode, I think, is going to continue on throughout the show. I think they're the Orson Randall arc, which is from the comic book. Mm-hmm. I think they're giving it more. I think Danny Rand's going to become the Orson Randall from the comic books, and this kind of proves it. And you'll okay. see in a second um, what he's going to come back and and you know what happens with Connie. I think it happens, but check this out. And I love what they did with Ward this season. I thought he was fucking great. No, I did too. He had a lot of emotion in the one scene. It's actually a lot like of his stuff he said about. Very like deep. Like the one where he's telling Joy, like, you don't understand oh, what I've been through. Like, you beat me, you know? And I was like, damn. Uh, hey. You know this doesn't have to go this way, right? Get out of the way! She's going to become Iron Fist. Daughter's a dragon, the, the queen of Pink Pang Hot. That's all comic books. Though. More sake. More water. Orson Randall. Look, I know your boss is selling on the black market. Our employees are legitimate businessmen. Sure. Sure. We're all legitimate in a bar in Hokkaido at 4 a.m. I feel like he was the bright spot. Hancock. For me. Two, one, two. A shipping container. There was a corpse in a box wearing a mask with a dragon burned onto its chest. I want to talk to the man who sent it. A guy named Orson Randall. Never heard of him. Orson Randall did exactly what Look, Danny does. You have no idea how hard it's been to track down your boss. From Hong Kong to Kuala Lumpur. That mess in Jakarta. A shipment was stolen from our employer's warehouse in Jakarta. Yeah, things went sideways. Nice haircut. Wow. Look, you really don't want to mess with me. What if I disagree? Then you have to deal with him. Well, you said you had this handled, Ward. <laughs> we can't right. know the future. You haven't seen this. No, no I haven't. It's fucking great. Our straight out of comics. His property back. But you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Watch. Well, friend, I'll let you feel that one. The outfit and all. All right, Star Lord. <laughs> You mean these? 
Don't try that again. So wait, he can turn bullets into like. See that that that's where people are like they don't understand. They've never read the comic. That's called that's called um, gun fu. Gun fu. And okay. the bullets are called the lightning from God. Is what or in the comics Orson Randall was an old Iron Fist. He really couldn't physically do it anymore. As you saw in this season of Iron Fist, Danny gets his fucking leg cracked, yeah, crushed. Gets... Even though he 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 was able to get it all back. I think moving I think they did that as a way to bring Connie Wing more on the show as the main I mean I do so love in, Connie's in, character. Instead, I feel like she's kinda of lost this season until oh, no, Missy I showed like up. I thought she was in more fight scenes than Danny Rand was. But no, I mean I feel like her character was lost until Misty came in. Well, I feel like it I don't know. I just, you can't really, I, I really like, You got a lot of characters you're playing with. You can't have everybody in every episode. Some people are just gonna have to wait. It's just, you know, how it is. Um but so so yeah, so in the comics, Orson Randall, as an older guy, started using the guns, and he was able to do the gun 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 fu, uh, is what it's called. And he can think of like uh, that movie One It, where you can bend bullets and shit. Okay. Like Danny can with the, can through his cheek and control the bullets in a sort of way. He can like so he does get his iron fi- the iron fist back. Yeah, but we don't know how. Okay. Like he leave. Like I'm, I'm spoiling it. He le- he leaves. She has it. You think he doesn't have it, but then you see him there and he's got it. So obviously at some point he figures out how to do with the dual fist and he's able to do it through the gung fu, but they haven't found Orson Randall yet. So I'm curious Mm. to see where that's going to go. But yeah, so Misty and um, Connie are the daughters of the dragon. That's that whole thing. Um, I I actually think next season you're going to get two separate things. You're going to get Danny off on his own thing looking for Orson Randall and you're going to get Connie protecting the city. That's my guess on it. The girl, Mary, she's from the comics. Yeah, Ty- she. I Typhoid like, Mary. She was creepy as fuck. She was great. Uh, she's going to be on Daredevil a lot. She's going to be one of the big uh, villains she like, this season. Okay, so she is a villain still. Yeah. Okay. The third character that we haven't seen is pretty fucking fantastic. So the the one that they're like, we don't know. We don't know that one. Because um, what, what does she say? There's Sally, Mary. What is it? There's Mary and Walker because her name's yeah. Mary Walker. Yeah. So there's Mary who's the good one and then Walker who's like, you know, the, the special forces like, fucking yeah. badass, badass of all badasses. I just like when Joy's touching all of her stuff and she's like, you really need to stop touching my mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so yeah, <laughs> when, when it comes to Iron Fist, uh, I was like, all right, look. I think it's an improvement from season one. It, definitely. I don't, I, I saw, I read an article and I, I think I tagged you and it was like, it's one of its best. It's not one of its best, but it's, it's way better than it took leaps and bounds above. Uh, I need something to spit it. It took leaps and bounds, uh, above what last season was. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy in that direction. Now if they go in the direction of Connie and Danny kind of being co-Iron Fist and it's more directed around the two of them. I'm cool with that too. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm good with that. I didn't even know it dropped. I just happened to be on Netflix one day and I was like, and over the week and I was like, huh. I watched it all in two nights. I liked the fact it went to 10 episodes. I thought that was good. We didn't get really much squish a story. Like I, squish. I yeah, like waste, you know, squish, um, fluff. I, I think eliminating those three episodes was a big was a big. I, I think like I think they all need to go to ten. Nowadays need to do that. I mean, like, uh, did you watch Barry yet? No. That's only eight episodes, and I'm like, I'm totally fine with that. So another thing that I did watch, then I went and watched some movies. What did you watch? Predator. No. <laughs> so this is what I wanted to tell you. So supposedly Predator is like terrible, a terrible film. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. But so remember the guy John Teeter we interviewed. Mm-hmm. He posted. All too real as far as the government handling of extraterrestrials, a must-see film. <laughs> so, if you're watching Predator, supposedly that's how the government does it. <laughs> okay. Um, here you go. 
Here we go. What is it? Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, you watched it? How was it? I'll tell you about it after we watch the trailer so people. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. She's oh. tracked. Okay, okay, come on. Okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> oh, she just cut off. Species. Blue is the last of her kind. First half hour, saddest shit you ever We seen. thought you might know someone who could help. A rescue oh, arm. Oh go my wrong? god. Hey, Blue. You know me. Like crying and shit. Come with shit. me. You know you can't stay no, can't here. Back your men up I right know, now. But Raptors can follow orders. You never thought how many millions of trained predator might be once? They're gonna sell them. Not blue. They need it for something else. What is that thing? They made it. This is the most dangerous creature that ever walked the earth. I say we shut this whole thing down. Hey, girl. You think what I'm thinking? Genetic power has now been unleashed. You can't put it back in the box. If I don't make it back, remember you're the one who made me come here. <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> These creatures were here before us. And if we're not careful, they're gonna be here after. Welcome to Jurassic World. Is he shirtless at all in the movie? Very misleading. <laughs> So, uh, I enjoyed it. It's not as good as the first one. Um, the you story's kind of lame. And I feel like the first one, it, I feel like it was uh, it was good because it had a lot of like the nostalgia. Maybe. And it was a decent story. I mean, it had a good story. But none of those characters are really back except for, you know, him and her. Um, you know, and like, uh, what's his face being in it? The fly Jeff dude. Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. He's literally in it for like a minute in the beginning and a minute at the end. Like, it's very, like, he's not in it at I'm all. Not, I mean, I'm fine with that. I mean, and I don't know. And the minute in the beginning and the middle of the end is the same thing. He's talking in a fucking hearing, you know. It's, it's exactly what you see right <laughs> there. Exactly what I mean, it's exactly that, you know what I mean? So that, that kind of sucked. Um, But it seems like they're pushing more towards human genetics now in this franchise. So maybe it's going to be more... Well, they have a clone Yeah. in this movie. I'm not going to spoil it, but they have a clone. Uh, and that's the whole theme of this movie is genetics creating new things that 
hyper Tronosaurus Rex thing or whatever the fuck they call called it. it was something that they created in a lab. It never really existed. It was a mix between a T Rex yeah. and a Raptor. Yeah. So they create. Okay. So I could see. I could see it going into human it genetics. Built, it was built as a well. It did go into human genetics as, as you'll watch when, when you see the movie. Um, it's okay. It's worth a watch. Very well. I mean, very well shot. I think I don't think I want to watch it now that you've told me about the first thirty minutes. Well, the island blows up. Okay. I mean, that's the whole reason why they're going over there to get a certain number of the species off, but it's like a black budget thing. You got to watch it. But, you know, they get tricked into it. Um, They're not told the whole story and blah, blah, blah. But they need them because, you know, it's just, it's, she has access to the park. He's good with the animals. So they get tricked into some, it's just, you got to watch it. Okay. I mean, if it's definitely worth a watch, I mean, Uh, I'll check it out. I'll tell you something that definitely is worth a watch. I don't know if you saw, you see the new It? Yes. Okay. I, I seen that a while ago. Well, I, I kept telling you to I watch it. I finally got around to seeing it the other night. I thought you did see it. When I got done finishing Castle Rock, I was like, I got to go watch the, oh, the new Oh, you're all late and wrong. When he's in the woods with the arm. That was good. Or but... when he crawls out of the out of the thing. No, that movie was creepy. Fucking I mean, good. the whole first couple minutes, I felt bad for Georgie. <laughs> uh, when you watch his arm get ripped off. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 I'm like, and I'm like, holy shit, this movie just went there. I know. Like, I was like, shit, they're showing everything about it. I I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm like I said, I wasn't a fan of the first one. I like the first one, too. But I mean, I do think this one, I feel like this one could have been. I Maybe it should have been like an eight-part series. I don't know. It's going to be a two-part. Well, yeah, and like Bryce Dallas Howard's got to be. They already have the cast. Uh, look, have, you I, seen, have you heard of the cast for it, too? Uh, I remember reading it a while ago. Uh, here is a scene from it. It's just so fucking Is this good. the, oh, this is the bathroom scene? Oh. I like the scene when they're watching the, the Super 8 film. You like. The way they make him move yeah. is really creepy. Um, I thought they shot the scene really He's a well. very good actor. I mean, Bill Skarsgård's got it. I can't believe you just now watched it. Yeah. It's funny because you hear him say that he comes every 27 years. Yeah. If you watch Castle Rock, the schism happens every 27 years. So obviously it's every 27 years and the whole all evil is all around. But it's through Pennywise, it's through, yeah. you know. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start watching Castle Rock tonight. I might just... I don't feel like watching it on my tablet, so I might just like download the whole on the Xbox. Kids were great, and that yeah. one kid. It definitely, re- definitely reminded me of like an old like eighties like well, Stand By Me. In some like, ways, I was like, it's Stranger Things. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I've had that feel to it. They're on their bikes. Yeah, but I feel like that's going. I don't know, like. Yeah, his voice is creepy. Everything about it was creepy. Yeah, but the whole first scene with Georgie, I was like, oh my god, this is violent. <laughs> yeah, it's just very strange, but...
the bathroom scene with her and him was creepy as fuck too with all the blood. We will be. Venom. That's all I think about. Actually, I'm making prosthetic teeth and I'm like, I can use it as it and Venom. You notice all these monsters now have that cool look head from Stranger Things. Had that look. You know? Or a Beetlejuice. They all have had that same. Beetlejuice. <laughs> I mean, it was. I I really did dig. I, I it. liked it. it I liked good. it. Uh, definitely creepy. Yeah. A lot of creepiness in it. I thought it had. It definitely went darker than I thought it was going to go dark. Than I, I thought. I it thought was. the horror aspect was totally there. Yeah, that's totally, what. I, but sometimes from the original it, I wasn't really. I don't know. Like I wasn't it's sure they were movie. actually going to go there. Yeah, they, they, so I they, they definitely, some, yeah. They some, some I mean, things. with and her you, being like raped by her dad, and like you got to watch Castle Rock too, because I don't know if they're going to tie. I mean, this could just be another like you got to watch it. The multiverse is in play, so. I mean, we'll see. I mean, but yeah, I'm happy that you finally fucking watched it. Yeah, I finally got got around to you it. Finally I think, watched it. I think that was it. Yeah, that was all I really watched. I haven't really watched anything. I've been working on my book. And then, like I said, I got caught up on all my shows, like Castle Rock. When what does else? all our shows come back? Uh, October, so they all come back like next month. Later this month. I, actually, I think uh, all the CW shows come back a little, like at the end of this month. So. Okay. That's then we awesome. got them coming back. Did you see the new American Horror Story trailer? Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan of those. I, I was a fan for like till season four, and then it lost me. And like then it, and everyone's like, oh, you got to watch more Lady Gaga. And I'm like, I understand that, but... I don't know. It's just I lost it. It, it lost mm, itself. It, it just doesn't like appeal to me. Like when I watch it, I'm like, yeah, it's like the first. It's kind of lame. First, the first season was fucking amazing because you're yeah, like, yeah, I like the, the first fuck season. Is this? That was weird. Like, it was a weird thing. Watching. Yeah. So this one, they're they're bringing back you know everybody from every season. So I do dig oh, that. We gotta talk about the Superman stuff. <gasps> it's all it's all his... misleading. I know. It's I know. All but, fucking but what's misleading. Up with his... <laughs> so someone actually sent me an article, and it said. Bruce Campbell as Superman. And I was like, dude, I could totally see him as like an old Superman. Like, I'm tired. I'm too tired of this shit. Like, yeah, well, I'm not flying today. Fucking. <laughs> um, so the Superman <laughs> stuff is basically what happened was the NWB world. They don't have anything with Superman appearing for the next couple of years. Man of Steel 2 is a few years away. They have other stuff that they're going to work in before they get to anything where But he, right now, it's kind of Superman is just in limbo. He's just not being used. Yeah. So basically, they told him, look, you got a couple years to do something. He went off, signed on to do the Witcher series, and then everybody's like, oh, they're done with Henry... No, it's not true. And even the next day... What was day, up with his cryptic video, though? Of him raising the Superman it thing? It was just him saying, I'm still fucking Superman, guys. Chill out. Oh, okay. You know, like so everybody's like. Well, it was, thought, it was just misleading again. I was hoping Nicolas Cage was going to get finally get a shot, man. Finally, I was hoping. He'll never get that shot. He'll Come never. On, can he at least be in one of the Superman movies? He is. He's going to be the voice oh, in, is in the animated cartoon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's going to be the voice of him in some an animated Let cartoon. me ask you. What do you think about Joaquin? What oh, did, how did that, you pronounce it? How Joaquin. That, no, I, but how did that guy pronounce it? Uh, Joaquin? 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 I'm in. <laughs> I'm in on this. <laughs> I think he's just the right crazy that's going to make this fucking work. Yeah. And I'm telling you, of all the DC shit besides, take Wonder Woman out, this will be the smallest budgeted mo mo movie. It'll probably be the best. But it'll be the best. Well, I mean, I seen that you were having a conversation with somebody about like actors and taking you out and you're like, I don't care. I just want a good movie. Right. And I feel like that's where DC kind of lost its way. So um, you, have, did you watch any of the footage? 
Uh, no, I just seen pictures. Um, him like putting a nose on a clown or something. <laughs> Well, he has like long story. hair. So when does he get the green and all that? That's not what this movie's about. We might see it at the end, but this is the origin story. This yeah. is the unknown. We're in ventures. That this has never been told by anybody. Okay. So basically they're making their own kind of story okay. up. Kind of going along the line of the uh, Red Hood kind of thing. Um, but there is footage. Here, here, here's a video. Just yeah. I'm sure it'll show I think he looks fucking great. I think he looks fucking I like I like the long hair look. It's kind of what I would think the Joker would look like in the seventies. So we have our first look at Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. There's some official images and some leaked set video. We've got to break it all down. This is the Nerdy News Rundown. Let's get you filled in. Nerdy News Rundown is for Happy Monday, everybody. Hope Jesus. you guys are doing well. Hey, slight reminder. Tomorrow, we are said to be getting the Captain Marvel trailer. Really? I'm, of course, going to cover it here on the news show. We'll be doing when some was stuff this posted? on Instagram as well. So stay tuned tomorrow for some Captain Marvel. Marvelous. Today. Yes. <laughs> So the Joaquin so tomorrow? Joker movie, the Todd Phillips Joker movie, the Martin Scorsese produced Joker movie. Yeah, this thing that we've been hearing about for a long time. I can't believe Martin's actually filming right now. In fact, Todd Phillips took two Alec Baldwin's in it. At least an official oh, image shit. of what Joaquin Phoenix go. will look like in the Joker movie. This is the image right here. And uh, it looks pretty plain to me. A lot of people were commenting that it looks like no country for old men. Uh, he just looks like a regular dude. Kind of remind me of blah. Harry Potter but for some reason. that this film is said to be an go. origin film of the Joker that we come to know. And so you can expect Joaquin Phoenix to look a lot like this for most of the film with maybe potentially turning into the Joker we know by the end of the movie. Now, along with this image, there were some leaked set videos of a scene out in an alley in front of a comedy club where Joaquin Phoenix is having an argument with a clown. Now, this comedy club is said to be a major part of the film. Robert De Niro's character, I believe, will own this comedy club. And the film itself is said to circle around this failed comedian named Arthur Fleck. By the way, side note, Kevin Smith pointed out that Arthur Fleck, you could make A dot Fleck and it's A Fleck, Affleck. It's a no. little hint to the Affleck Batman. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but Holy it's, it's shit. pretty freaking hilarious. But yeah, this video of course, of this course. Alley with this clown and Joaquin Phoenix gives us a really good idea of like the mise-en-scene of this movie. The vibe, if you will, of this film looks kind of grungy, like 80s, 90s gangster movie type of a, of a setting and a feel. I really liked what I saw from this video, even though it obviously gives nothing away for the film. <laughs> now, as I said, the film no. itself is said to be an origin of the Joker and also a cautionary tale out there, which I, th I find very interesting. From the King of Comedy movie, which De Niro was in, and there was a failed comedian in that movie as well. I have heard rumors that there's going to be slight elements of the killing joke in this movie as mm. well. Perhaps the comedy club also doubles for the headquarters of organized crime and uh that's sort of the way that they launder their money and perhaps this arthur fleck character will get involved with that side of the business because he can't make I'm it to hear that now I'm just gonna also it's Affleck. important to note that this film does not cover the dceu continuity at all this is sort of like an elseworld story is he out like too is the that black mean? label that dc Officially? is working on in their no. comic books right now and this is also that warner brothers can go after really good talent that doesn't want to sign these big long contracts and be involved with a shared 
universe. It's almost like Warner Brothers will now be able to do their versions like Logan and Deadpool 2, and then also have their Marvel Cinematic Universe, which will of course be the DCEU or the DC Films Universe. Now, it's no secret that when it comes to Warner Brothers, there's a lot of confusion about what exactly is happening with their shared universe, if it is even still a thing. But in the midst of all of that craziness and, and, and the complications with Henry Cavill and the Superman, and, and if we're ever going to get that continuity fixed, there is this silver lining that we are at least going to get these Arturist films mm -hmm. done on a sort of cheaper budget that are character studies of these fascinating characters from DC Comics. The Joker is incredibly iconic, and mm. this film looks like it's gonna be a very interesting take on this character. I'm in. Thomas Wayne is supposed to play a big part of this movie. We believe that Batman will be much younger in this film, but overall, this seems like an exciting prospect. And from what I've seen from the official image released and this video, I'm starting to get pretty stinking excited for this film. Joaquin Phoenix is an amazing actor. The setting looks dope. The mise-en-scene with the costumes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disappointed. I think it looks like it's I think it's definitely I think it looks definitely different. No pun intended. So that is the new I'm kind of upset that Venom is PG-13. Fucking bullshit. It's Marvel. I know, but I'm just saying, we're talking about comics here. We're talking about comic book movies. Uh, so yeah. Uh, we got anything else? Or are we ready to jump into our topic? We can jump into our topic. We're ready to jump into our topic. Yes. I think we talked about enough shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we got. We have a lot to catch up on. Oh, wait! Did mm -hmm. you see this new thing? Coca Cola is gonna make a cannabis infused drink. Why? I don't know. Because everyone wants weed to help. Oh, hold on. To help ease drinkers' inflammation and pain. So now, it's, it's mom, not, so it's going to be CBD oil based. So back in the day, remember, mm -hmm. mom used to tell us, "Oh, drink a flat Coca Cola to make you feel better." I looked actually looked it up. They actually used to have like a a, a syrup that would make you feel better, like help your stomach and stuff. It was called an elixir. So now, no, well now it's called Emetrol, basically. But yeah, so Coca Cola did at one point, and yeah, people it's, and it's older, called Tussin. And and older people come into the store still and ask if we still have the Coca Cola syrup. You ever hear that Chris Rock's kid? I think it's Chris Rock where he no. talks about Tussin. No, it's fucking Tussin. He's like, we didn't get Robitussin. We had the generic brand Tussin. Oh, <laughs> did you see this shit? Yeah, it's weird. Okay, these full-body fucking suits that are made out of... Latex. Latex. What's the point? To wear them. Like, I can understand, like, if you're, like, a burn victim, whatever. Maybe it would help you. Yeah, but people are going to take it right to sex. Yeah, That's I what mean, everybody does. It's disgusting, but I do want to squeeze it. Why? I just, I want to see how it feels. But it's crazy. It like, looks we, fucking we don't creepy. even know who's going to be who anymore. Like... Yeah, where, where, where's the fun in that? Yeah. It's just it's but I just thought it I saw it and I thought it was fucking crazy. Guys, if you get a chance, check it out on our on our page. It's fucking insane. It looks creepy. Um <laughs> Ogapogo yeah. was spotted. Good old Ogapogo. He was spotted. Mm-hmm. In the Okanagan. I was still hoping. Still yeah, still holding out hope. Yeah, you're not gonna get uh, that. Georgia, they're bringing back uh paddling. So if you're bad, they're Good. gonna paddle you. They Good. should. Beat kids. Not beat them, but... Beat them. But I mean, like... Beat them. Kids today, they don't have nothing. Beat them all. Like, they're just... They're made... <laughs> there was this movie, I forget, and they were just like, I was born in a time when kids weren't special. <laughs> they're not. They're going to be seen, not heard. <laughs> exactly. Did you uh, Did you see the Vincent Van Gogh? Yeah, um... It has everybody in it. It does. Yeah. I still think he would be a good joker. I don't really know if I need to see that. 
Why? I don't really know if I, there's a story to be told. There I is guess there a story is. to be told. But is it all made up or is it actually going to be somewhat fact, factual? It's going to be Or is it going to be like that King Arthur bullshit? It's going to be factual. Jordan Peele's in talk to remake I'm in. Candyman. I'm in. I'm I know, I know there's people who's like, fuck that. I'm like, why? Why? You don't have to watch it. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> The original's not going anywhere. I'm excited. Oh, that face, Elon Musk's face, is mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. One hit and he says, love is the answer. <laughs> all you need he figures world like peace my... out <laughs> yeah um that note i posted it and no one got it that nike shit they just but their stocks all ballooned through the fucking roof because everybody was running out Nobody buying nike got shit it. did you watch jim carrey the the thing i sent you on bill maher yeah you know i i, I realize i'm not a jim carrey fan really yeah i do i like me. him i like him i like, like when he gets out there and he's like yeah i'll show you my nikes you know <laughs> i think he's like too over the top anymore or something i don't know I do like I it. hear he's I, in I talks do. to try and bring back in living color. Really? Yeah. He looked kind of hot on Bill Maher. He had that nice little haircut that you wish you could have, that, yeah. ca- that Cable had. Don't worry. One day I'll get Elon Musk money and then I'll just do what he did. <laughs> and then I'll be on Joe Rogan talking about the singularity that already happened. <laughs> the event horizon. <laughs> That's how I make my millions. I, I figure a way out to control the singularity. <laughs> Didn't they already start that? It's what all in DMT computer? world. Huh? What was that? DMT? You DMT just... World. No, what was that um, computer D- thing you were telling me about? D-Wave. D-Wave. There we go. Shouldn't that control the singularity? No. That's going to open up singularity. That's going to be a problem. That's how the problem starts. It's going to be a problem. It's like the hallway that you can never close. You can't beat it to join it. <laughs> you heard of Milan Musk. You can't beat him to join it. He looked concerned. <laughs> all right, turn up the light. All right. So after all this, because we had a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to be talking about random prison escapes. So I I found some <laughs> interesting ones. There's I a, know. There's there's a lot out there. And I just thought this would be fun. I just thought it would be a cool little topic. Uh, there is... I thought I had notes on it. Maybe I didn't. So to start, the, the first one I want to talk about is Vasilius Palkostas. Uh-huh. He's... His name was Robin of the Poor because he basically he was a Greek fugitive serving time for kidnapping and robbery, serving 25 years. But he would rob places and then give money back to the poor. So Mm -hmm. he was, you know, that's where he got his name. He actually escaped prison twice. Yeah, I heard this story. Once in 2006 and once in 2009 using the same means of transportation. (laughs) Uh, There was a hijacked helicopter involved. And basically both times... They just landed the plane in the middle of the yard or on top of the prison. And the first time they were like, we just thought it was like prison, like the prison people coming to visit us. We didn't know. (laughs) The second time they actually like fired and like broke down the fucking metal walls and shit. So he's, but he's actually still on the run, I think. Right. Is it him? Yeah. Still at large. He has um, a $1 million or 1 million euro bounty on his head. Uh, him and his cellmate. At one, so the the difference between the first two is one, they just landed and nobody, none of the prison guards fired. They just thought, oh well, maybe this is just people coming in checking on the prison. They landed, they got in. Second time, uh, a woman flew over, took over the plane, flew over the prison, put down a rope. Him and his cellmate climbed out and they escaped. <laughs> just because we're talking about escape. <laughs> The guard simply didn't notice. Neither did I. I mean, seriously. In King World, that's how rare. often do you really know, look at them in shoes? 
was also another man, um, didn't write his name down, but he actually escaped from prison 22 times. And it's in a Denmark prison, which there's like super like lenient, like you can wear your own clothes and everything. And he escaped 22 times. Why? Because he's good. The system's that shitty. Well, Ted Bundy escaped twice. Come on, Morgan. Ted Bundy escaped twice. Mm -hmm. How many times did Dillinger escape? Yeah, he escaped with a wooden gun. Mm, he carved. <laughs> Should we talk about that one? I didn't write that one down. Uh, he escaped out of Allen County Jail on October 12, 1933. Uh, he had help from other prison officers and uh, people that were there as well. So he never broke out. He used a wooden gun. Uh, he painted blank with shoe polish. And he forced his way out in 1934. I was waiting for you to do it, but you didn't do it. What? He was in what, what is going on? Can we stop Andy it? Dufresne. I wanted to hear Morgan Freeman say he foamed or a river. <laughs> I just want to hear him say he foamed through a river of shit. You ever seen this? Yes, I've seen it. Morgan Freeman, before the dots. <laughs> to the river Clear. But sir, he wasn't. I can see that, hey? <laughs> Think I'm blind? He's always yelling. He's always an actor that yells. What you saying? Am I blind, hey? No, sir. What about you? You blind? Tell me what this is. Last night's count. Mm-hmm. You see Dufresne's name there? I sure do. See, right there. Dufresne. He was in his cell at Lights Out. Stands to reason he'd still be here in the morning. I want him found. Not tomorrow, not after breakfast. Now. Yes, sir. Let's go, let's go. Move your body. Move it! Stand. Well. Well, what? <laughs> I see you two all the time. You're thick as thieves you are. He must have said something. Also, Martin. Out of word. Lord, it's a miracle! Man up and vanished like a fart in the wind. <laughs> Nothing left but some damn rocks on a windowsill. And that cupcake on the wall. Let's ask her. Maybe she knows. What say there, fussy britches? Feel like talking? Ah, uh, guess not. Why should she be any different? This is a conspiracy. <laughs> That's what this is. One... Big damn conspiracy, and everyone's in on it. <laughs> that should be our thing. <laughs> this ain't the scene where he says he flew into a river ship, but, but that's still. Look down the hole. Yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> um, another one was Pascal Payette. Mm -hmm. He was in a France prison, and he was convicted of murder. In 2007, he actually used a helicopter and landed on the roof and escaped that way. Uh, where do people get all these helicopters, and how do they... Did you watch them? Yeah, I watched some of them, but I'm just saying, like... 
so they get people who do those helicopter tours. And, yeah, and, and they, they get on there and they them, kidnap yeah. them. Basically, and they make them but I mean, it's just crazy that like, I don't know, like, I don't know. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another one. This one that I thought was really interesting and I thought it was awesome. His name is Neil Moore. In 2014, he was in prison for fraud. He actually created a whole web page, a fake email, and had it all linked so it looked exactly like uh, the parole offices, like websites. Sent an email, said that he was due to be released because his bail was set and got out. <laughs> he escaped for three days and then finally turned himself back in. He, um, he, yeah, so he created a fake web page and even talked to the talked to the person on the phone, pretending to be a woman. Even spelled the courthouse name wrong in the email, but he was released and only noticed when people went to to interview him three days later that he was gone. Mm. What the fuck? You know, people get out of, you know, some crazy shit. Um, But this one reminded me of you. Which one? Richard Lee McNair. Why does that one sound familiar? So he was in prison for killing a man during a botch robbery. That reminds you of me. No, you you gotta let me get to it. It's just, it's not really reminds me of you. It just has to do with you because you you work in this field. Okay. (laughs) He's a mailman. Yeah. So, in 1988, he actually escaped uh, four times, three times. But the first time, it was in 1988, he was at a police station. He was left alone and was able to use a stick of lip balm to lubricate his hands and slip out of the cuffs. Okay? (laughs) Then... Houdini. Then, in 1992, along with two fellow inmates, he slipped out through the ventilation duct and was recaptured a year later. That was in North Dakota. So then he was sent to Max, a Max prison in Louisiana in 2006. He was in charge of actually repairing old mailbags. Nobody repairs them. So con- he constructed an escape pod out of the bags, fitted with a breathing tube that hid under a pile of mail mailbags on a pallet. The pallet was then shrink wrapped and sent to another location. He crawled his way out, <laughs> cut himself out, and walked to freedom. Now. You need to type in this name, so I don't know why, because it's hilarious. You need okay. to type it in, the name I'm telling you. Okay. Richard Lee McNair. So as he's leaving the the comp, the whatever, the construction site or whatever, um, he gets stopped by a police officer. Dash cam footage, it should, right there. This one? No, down, down, right there. It's 10 minutes. Oh, no. So, this police officer stops, sees this man. He knows that there's been an escape. <laughs> and he's asking him all these questions, basically. He has no ID. Do you see what he's wearing, though? Yeah. <laughs> he's basically wearing the mailbag. Is that what he's got on? <laughs> Well, it's hard to tell. Yeah, so he talks. He talks himself out of it, and the cop ends up letting him go, even though he matches the description. They know that there is a man at large. He doesn't have an ID. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? That's pretty funny. Yeah, he's getting away. <laughs> Like in 2006, he used 
fucking mailbags. Do mm-hmm. they even still have, like, I don't know, I guess. Yeah, mailbags, but nobody repairs them. We just chuck them when they oh, get Oh, you bad. just chuck them now? Maybe in Louisiana they don't. Maybe. Maybe. Huh? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you should check it out. Uh, my prison breaks are all on YouTube. I'm just okay. going to play a video because they're funny okay. as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, those are the ones that I wanted to talk about. I thought it was hilarious. But the one who sent the email, like even police have come forward and said, he is a great thinker. <laughs> well, I mean, like you got to be creative. He, to be able to yeah, I out. mean, you got to really be creative. Is this like prison fails? Prison fails? No, they get out. Oh. It's fucking Going to prison isn't what most of us plan for, and if we become inmates, the first thing we want is freedom. Some prisoners He's got will go to extreme pen. measures He'll to make sure that happens. Here are 10 craziest prison escapes of all time. Jack Shepard. In 1723, Jack Shepard was originally going to become a carpenter, but he decided to start stealing and becoming a burglar to pay his bills. In just a span of one year in 1724, Shepard was arrested five times and managed to escape four times. It is even likely that he invented the trick of tying bedsheets out of the window. He was also very charismatic and started to attract crowds, thus becoming a small-scale celebrity. With each capture, the chains became heavier and the locks were stronger, but they didn't hold Shepard back. Eventually, he was captured and hung in November 1724, and the crowd that came to watch the hanging prevented his friends from retrieving his body so they could take him to a doctor to be revived. Yes, he even had an escape plan from death. (laughs) John Dillinger. Dillinger John Dillinger was known to the FBI as public enemy number one, who had a life dedicated to crime. He is known as one of the most notorious bank robbers of our time. He and his gang went on a robbery spree in the Midwest, robbing banks and even a few police stations. He was eventually put into prison in January 1934 in the escape-proof Lake County Jail in Crown Point, Indiana. However, on March 3, 1934, Dillinger and an inmate used a fake gun carved out of wood and painted with shoe polish and forced his way out of prison. Not to mention, he stole the sheriff's new V8 Ford as his getaway car. Freedom didn't last for long, though, as Dillinger was shot dead by the FBI a year later. Or was he? Frank Lee Morris and John and Clarence Anglin. Alcatraz was known as one of the most isolated prisons in the world, and it was considered to be impossible to escape it, as it was a lonely rock in the middle of the San Francisco Bay. However, on June 11, 1962, Frank Lee Morris, John Anglin, and Clarence Anglin devised an ingenious plan to escape from the rock. Over the course of a year, the three inmates used tools to dig a tunnel in the adjacent walls that led into an unused service corridor. Then they climbed a ventilation shaft to the roof. Then they made a raft out of raincoats and contact cement from the prison's supply cache. After filling the raft with air, they left Alcatraz around 10 p.m. To make it seem like they were still in their cells, the inmates made fake heads out of hair, soap, and toilet paper so the guards would think they were sleeping. It wasn't until the next morning when the guards realized what happened. Morris and the Anglins were never found or heard from again. The FBI investigated for 17 years before concluding the three men likely drowned. They got away. Frank Abagnale. Catch me if you can. 
The name probably sounds familiar as Leonardo DiCaprio played Frank Abagnale in the movie Catch Me If You Can. The real-life Frank was a world-renowned con artist. In 1971, U.S. prisons were being evaluated due to numerous civil rights violations. It just so happened that the U.S. Marshal forgot his prison detention papers when Abagnale arrived in Atlanta, Georgia. The guards thought Abagnale was an undercover inspector, and he played it off. He was given special privileges, better meals, and awesome treatment. Then he got his friend Gene Sebring to doctor business cards to make it look like they were from the government. Posing as Abagnale's fiance, she slipped him both cards, one for himself and the other for a fake FBI agent whose number went to a payphone in Atlanta that was picked up by Sebring. Abagnale put on a story of how he needed to get in touch with the FBI, offered both cards to the guards, and arranged for Sebring to pick him up from the front door of the prison. Meanwhile, the guards were patting themselves on the back, thinking that they weren't fooled by the faux prison inspector. Dumbasses. Mount Joy Prison Helicopter Escape on October 31, 1973, three members of the Provisional Irish Republican Army, J.B. O'Hagan, Seamus Toomey, and Kevin Mallon, had an escape worthy of a scene from a movie. While serving time at Mountjoy Prison, the IRA was making plans to bust out their three members. They hijacked an Alouette 2 helicopter from a town called Strad Valley like that, in man. Count Leash, Ireland. Armed gangs. men from the IRA forced the pilot to fly to the prison and land in the exercise yard. From there, the helicopter flew to Baldoyle Racecourse, where the men got into a car and headed to Dublin. The escape was seen as an embarrassment to the Irish prison system, and a song was even written about it by the Wolf Tones called The Helicopter Song. Andrew Roger, Keith Rose, and Matthew Williams Andrew Roger, Keith Rose, and Matthew Williams made history in 1995 after they pretty much just walked out the Parkhurst prison in the United Kingdom. They worked in the prison's sheet metal shop and managed to make all the tools they needed for their escape. <laughs> they made a 25-foot steel ladder to help them scale and the no fence, one noticed. as well as a skeleton key that could unlock every door in the prison. How did they manage that? They were able to carve the key out from memory after seeing a guard's key. They also made a gun. They unlocked the back door of the gym, cut a hole in the inner gate, and scaled the outer fence. They were caught four days later hiding in a shed, and they were trying to plot out a plan to steal an airplane. Damn. All that hard work. The Texas Seven. Yeah, these one, this one's In good. December 2000, seven inmates forced their way Jesus. out of the John B. Connolly unit in Kennedy, Texas, which was a maximum security prison. The men managed to overpower two guards and eight maintenance men, stole their clothes, keys to a truck, and locked them in a utility closet. Led by 30-year-old George Rivas, the group was able to fool several other guards into giving them their weapons before tying them up and escaping in the truck. The group then went on a crime spree in San Antonio and Dallas, plus killing an officer in Irving, Texas, and then making their way into Colorado before they were finally captured. One of the men committed suicide before being recaptured, and the rest were taken back to the prison. T.J. Lane In 2012, T.J. Lane killed three of his classmates in a school shooting and good. was sentenced to well, serve three well. life sentences <laughs> at the Allen Correctional Institute in Lima, Ohio. 
In September 9th, 2014, Lane, along with convicted murderer Lindsay Bruce and convicted kidnapper Clifford Operud, used a homemade ladder to scale the walls to climb on top of the prison building and then jump 15 feet onto the other side of the prison walls and escape on foot. The three were able to build the ladder after breaking into a locked crawl space and finding their materials there. Lane and the other inmates were found within nine hours of their escape. Choi Gap Bok. In September like 2012, 50-year-old Choi Gap Bok was arrested on suspicion of robbery and then was put into a detention cell at the police station in the city of Daegu. Gap Bok was a yoga practitioner of 23 years and had stayed in the jail cell for five days. Then, he applied skin ointment on the upper part of his body and managed to escape through the food slot while three guards were sleeping. Gapbok is only 5'4", and the slot was 5.9 inches tall and 17.7 inches wide. He bought himself some time by putting pillows and blankets in his bed to make it look like he was sleeping. Gapbok earned himself the title of the Korean Houdini, hmm. who ran to a remote mountain after he escaped. Never to be heard from again. David Sweat and Richard Matt in June 2015, 34-year-old David Sweat and 48-year-old Richard Matt like executed a Shawshank Redemption-style like, escape, escape from the Clinton more, so like, But like, people find ways. Danimora, New York. They cut through the steel wall in the back of their cell, then crawled down a catwalk, broke through a brick wall, cut their way in and out of a steam pipe, and then sliced through the chain and lock on a manhole cover outside the prison. Then the two had to shimmy down the pipe before cutting themselves out again. Sweat and Matt were both serving time for murder, and they spent about three weeks on the run before reaching a standoff with cops. Matt was killed and Sweat was recaptured. That would suck. Well, that was to escape intense. and then get Be murdered. Sure to let us know yep. what you thought. But like, then again, would you want to go escapes? back, or uh, would you want to die? I don't know. It's um, the Xfinity. Ah. Best deal of the year. It's the Xfinity. Ask about getting three hundred bucks. No, I don't want to. Bucks. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I just never want to put myself in a position where I got to make that decision. Well, I'm just saying, like, if there's like a, a you end up in jail and you escape. Would you want to be taken back? Okay, say you were serving a life sentence. Would you want to be taken back or would you want to be killed by the police? Well, I don't want to die. But what would you want to go back to the prison? Depends. Some of those people live good lives. <laughs> I can appeal if I'm alive. There is an innocence project. I don't think I would be committed a crime that I would I know. Really I get keep contact of. with the innocence project. So, I mean, I, I take my chances. <laughs> I'm not going to try and escape. But what if you like... I don't know, I do Even if you so do heinous. escape, then what? You got no social security number. You got to live on cash your whole life. That's hard to do. People do it, though. It's very hard to do. Some guy escaping to the mountains. Yeah, but he's like a <laughs> yoga master, so uh, he can do <laughs> he that doesn't, shit. He just eats air. He just fucking focuses his <laughs> chakra, and then the next thing you know, he's Dr. Strange and shit. I know. So, I I'm mean, so excited for Dr. Strange, too. They gave it the green light. So there's a theory out that, the, that he cursed the time stone. And there's actually a ton of evidence that prove it during the movie. I can actually show so, it to you. No, no, no. Don't show me. No, nah, I think you should watch it. Because, and then that's it. So I got nothing else after that. Do you? No. Watch it. It's pretty cool. It's quick, too. It's I think only he's, five minutes. He's. It's cursed, cursed it? time, so. 
there's a ton of proof in it too. The theory is solid as a rock. Seriously, really? I mean, solid as Jim. Solid as a time stone. Went <laughs> forward in time to view alternate futures, to see all it the all possible outcomes of the well. coming conflict. How many did you see? Fourteen million six hundred five. How many did we win? There was no other way. The last words of Doctor Strange before he turned to dust, which not too long before he saw over 14 million different scenarios of where him and the Avengers fought Thanos, in which there was only one time that they actually beat him. And Doctor Strange saying there was no other way at the end of the movie confirms that this is all part of that one scenario where they win. And that scenario included Doctor Strange giving Thanos the time stone. But he made such a big deal about Thanos not getting his hands on the time stone. And then stone. he gave it to him. So that we all said question, that. We said that when the movie came out. Why did he end up giving it to him? Well, it is very possible that he cursed it. And there's actually some pretty strong evidence to support this. <laughs> Real quick, don't forget about in the pictures. Infinity War Blu-ray giveaway. <laughs> if you would like to enter for your chance to Gang. win, all you have to do is be a subscriber, <laughs> like this video, and comment below with your thoughts and your favorite superhero. Again, like there weird. does it's seem like to be evidence to support that Doctor Strange cursed the Time Stone. For starters, when he <laughs> fought against Ebony Ma in New York, he straight up said he put a spell on it. And he said it was quite unbreakable. Then Ebony Maw told him he'd take it off his corpse and Dr. Strange Squidward. said, You'll find removing a dead man's spell troublesome. It's a simple spell, but quite unbreakable. Then I'll take it off your corpse. <laughs> so here's the deal. Ebony Maw never undid the spell. If he did, he would have gotten the time stone. And he died, so he can't exactly tell Thanos that there's a yeah, curse on, the wizard. Get on it. On it! <laughs> hilarious. Now, it's arguable whether or not the curse is on the Eye of Agamotto or the Time Stone itself, but it's actually kind of irrelevant. Because Doctor Strange gave Thanos the Time Stone without the Eye of Agamotto, but he still could have cursed the Time Stone itself, and for argument's sake, we're going to say he did. And further proof is that when Thanos actually puts the Time Stone into the Infinity Gauntlet, Doctor Strange's green rune spell shows up. Yeah. And this doesn't actually quite make sense. This doesn't happen when he puts any of the other stones inside the Infinity Gauntlet. The green rune that shows up is not an attribute of the Time Stone. It's an attribute of the Mystic Arts. A perfect example would be you see Doctor Strange's orange runes all of the time and all throughout Infinity War. So again, this is a Mystic Arts thing, not a Time Stone thing. Yet we still see the green rune pop up. But more importantly, we see it when he uses the Time Stone to bring Vision back to life. Why is this so different than him using all of the other stones? Why doesn't it just light up? Doctor Strange uses his Mystic Arts to control the Time Stone. Thanos doesn't use Mystic Arts, he uses the Gauntlet to control the Time Stone. So why is the rune popping up? 
I think it's because Doctor Strange cursed it and whenever he uses the time stone, the curse or the spell appears. And I think that curse is what could have destroyed the Infinity Gauntlet after the snap. This could be Doctor Strange's only way they could win. Put a spell on the time stone that destroys the Infinity Gauntlet after the snap, that way he can't use the gauntlet to control all the stones anymore. Now the Avengers have a chance. And you have to remember what Doctor Strange said about the spell. You'll find removing a dead man's spell troublesome. Removing a dead man's spell? Troublesome? You'll only wish you were dead. Well, after the snap, Doctor Strange is dead. Could his death be what activated the spell and caused the Infinity Gauntlet to be destroyed? I think that it is very possible. And I think that Infinity War actually shows a lot of evidence pointing towards this. So let me know what you all think about this theory. Do you think Doctor Strange put a spell on the Time Stone? And do you think that spell is what broke the Infinity Gauntlet? I am Groot. No. I am Steve Rogers. That's what you were supposed to say, motherfucker. <laughs> Ew, I've been watching you do that for 20 minutes now, and let me tell you, I'm starting to gag. I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this is my friend Tree. You gotta do the tap on the chest. I am Steve I Rogers. And he has a cool she he has a cool ass shield mm -hmm. like <laughs> I am Steve Rogers. Um, it's confirmed uh, he's done. This is it. Yeah. I, I mean we he's figured. Out. I mean we figured. Uh so I think he's going to uh die in some sort of sequence where he's gonna see uh what's her name, Peggy. It's gonna be some scene. There's some behind the scenes footage of him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I'm okay with that. Up. I mean, it's been a long run. <laughs> I but mean, tomorrow we're gonna to get a Captain Marvel. I know, we didn't even know who's going to be the new leader of the Avengers yeah, going so we'll for, forward. So uh, I I'm mean, looking forward. There's a lot good. of stuff that's coming up uh, in the pipeline here. We're gonna get a lot yeah. of stuff in the next couple months. And we're gonna be gonna back drop. on routine now. Yeah, we just didn't do last week. I got sick, and then you had something to do. Yeah, so. I had something to do. It yeah, is what it is. I was in Philly last week. It was awesome, but don't ever go to Tattooed Mom. It's a restaurant. Kay. It's supposed to be like really amazing on South Street. It sucked. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, maybe the food was good. I don't know. What do you want to go out on? Uh, folk. You got to just pick a genre. Folk or rap? I have two songs. Folk. Okay. I'm tired of rap. This whole MGK and Eminem feud. I'm done. <laughs> and then fucking what's his face died? Mac Miller. I don't know who the fuck Oh, okay. That's fine. Why am I getting all these friend requests? I don't know. It's a bot. No, like these, I legit look at them to see if they are before I like accept because then I'm like, okay, well, this person's in a horror. I don't accept no nobody anymore unless I physically know them. Fuck that. Central KS Paranormal. Ooh. I, I'm Agent M. I'm Inspector Gidget. Dying to fire all y'all. Tip your strippers and peace out, Brussels sprouts. Just die. We're all going to die. Elon tried to stop it. He tried to tell us. I tried to warn them, but they did not listen. It was futile. Why did you pick this song? It's a good one. You even know this song? Have you heard Berserk? With Eminem? That's how it starts out. Sorry. Lucas Nelson. If, yeah, but if you would listen to him. He's also the vocal coach who taught and he wrote the songs for Star Wars Born. Not the Judy Garland. Well, I sure as hell didn't love her this much. Uh, it looks like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I love Lucas. He's so good. That movie comes out. Much as I was just captured again and again. All right, peace out, y'all. 
she could go Dallas with the Super Bowl. Go Dallas, go Dallas with the Super Bowl chance. Go Dallas, river of beauty and mystery pole. So are your five rings. Exactly, it doesn't count. That's what you give all of us. It doesn't count. It's the present. But we're still the Super Bowl champs. Still the super and then when she told no, me not. her name, I knew no. I yes. would die We are considered slow. Super Bowl champs. Oh my God, we're not going to get into this. I'm not In 1993. It. it doesn't matter, we're still Super Bowl champs. You just said yourself you can't live in the past. Yes, then why did you bring it up? You said you can still call yourself a Super, uh, super Bowl champ. Because we I are. Said, so can we. No, no, Becky. Yes, no, you're yes, not. No, yes. you're the Super Bowl champ. Yes, no, Michael, I hate listen. When you say my name. You're the Super Bowl champions until somebody else wins the Super Bowl. Then you are no longer Super Bowl champions. That's how sports mm-hmm. works. You win okay. the Super Bowl, and then okay. and that is the year that you won that Super Bowl in. You're not Super Bowl champions for history. Okay. You're Super Bowl champions of that okay. year. But right now, the Eagles are Super Bowl champions until somebody wins the Super Bowl. Which they won't go to the Super Bowl again. It doesn't matter. Then they're not the Super Bowl champions. But until somebody <laughs> right, else wins the Super Bowl, they are the Super Bowl champions. <laughs> it's your little lobster Back claw. I'm out. <laughs> Peace out. I knew I was destined to live with this pain every night. For each night I stand with my father playing our music. We cry out her name and her memory under the lights And each night I pray I'll forget about Georgia Cause she'll never love me like I know love's supposed to be Each night I pray I'll forget about Georgia Part of me hopes that she'll never forget about me Oh, part of me hopes that she'll never forget about me We made love for the first time in a hotel in San Francisco A night so perfect I tried to forget about it now And Ray Charles is singing her name like rain on my window And I want to release her but I can't begin to know how So I say Ray, let me forget about Georgia She'll never love me like I Forget about Georgia 
she'll never forget about me Oh, a part of me hopes she'll never forget about me Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.